Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arm, Neil Crabtree, and Jeremy Lambert. Little bit of a stutter there, you know. Neil Crabtree and Jeremy Lambert. Chicka, chicka, chip, <laughs> Lambert, man. I took her breath away. Ninety-six-seven to Lamb. Hey, welcome again to the Back Row Fantasy Show with Bark and Arms to my left. Good morning, Lambert to my right. Yo, and Neil right across from me in the sixty-nine position. He's no, there me the whole time, gazing into his eyes lovingly. <laughs> when I look into your eyes, Neil. You make my banana peel. Sorry. What about the families in front of the fire? Huh? What about the families in front of the fire? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Kids don't know what a six and a nine means together. They just It's the number four seven. All I'm saying is if you ever find that miscellaneous twitch outtake, just don't listen to what Barker does teach kids about. I'm actually a pretty good influence on everyone. Yep. Okay. But anyways, thanks for coming. Welcome to the show. Not twitching tonight, not YouTubing tonight, because we got four people. It's hard to get four people on camera. And no one wants to see a back in Neil's head. No, definitely not. No, except for us three after the show. You know, I was trying though. not to make that joke. Like, I'm trying to, like, you know what? Normally, if I'm not recording, that joke, first thing, uh, right off the cuff. But I'm sitting here trying to be all professional. God forbid you be classy, right? That yeah, makes God it forbid you be classy, you... you Scully, scallywags. When has the back row fantasy show ever been professional? <laughs> Whenever we were talking about a uh, Blake Bortles shoot, I can't even believe we made a uh, fantasy followers list. Ryan McDowell's big fantasy followers list. Not only did me and Arms solo on it, but the the back row show is pretty high up on the IDP charts. Well, the back row show, I can understand myself. Possibly the worst Twitter follow ever. <laughs> I think you, I think you do an okay job. Well, you know what? It's because I'm. I follow you back. I think it's the only reason you think that. Maybe so. No, I, I. I know I'm trash. I'm terrible at social media. The only time I'm good, it's usually on the back row account, and that's during like major sporting events, right? I'll, or arguments. I, you like to argue. You know what? You, you like to argue, and I you think... like to screw up my show plan. So before we even get started, let me lead us in on the positions of defense, and keep your whore mouth out of it. Wow. <laughs> Things well, are getting heated. Anyhow, what I was getting ready to say is, like, I, I almost do a play-by-play and give my analysis on Twitter during, like, National Championship Game, Super Bowl, things like that. And then, of course, me and Barker and Nittle actually all have the same log on for our Twitter. Right. So every now and again, I'll post something. Barker will literally post it almost the exact same thing 30 seconds later with different tags. Just Listen, madnisms anyway. Yeah. Say the obvious. If, yeah. we, if we don't get to the first seven listeners, we're damn sure going to hit the next three. If Boom, we, if we shock both, and lock. If we both post. So. It's all about penetration, baby. That's, that's not good for the kids around the fire. I mean, there's not many uses for that word besides what that word is for. It's just well, get your okay. voice in their ear hole. What are you talking about? I guess Archie? Justin Houston can penetrate the line of I'm defense. Ta- I am talking about getting the penetration to the listeners. Like we want to get into our group, our, our uh, what's uh, our demographic. You're using it as a sales term. Then we yes, need to penetrate, yes. penetrate, penetrate. Exactly. Repeatedly. I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. There we go. Smell what you're stepping in. Oh, never heard that one. It's delicious. <laughs> it's okay, Neil. You can cough. 
I can edit it out or I just won't. <laughs> it's fine. Probably won't. It's all fine. But yeah, thanks for joining us. We're going to bring you some uh, IDP goodness. We're going to be talking about NFL free agent signings on the defensive side since last time we did the offensive side. And uh, some confused looks around the room. That's what we were prepared for, right? Yeah, that was, oh, my, that okay. was literally my idea. But before we go into defense, can we talk about Mike Glennon? Oh, I got, we, no, we, I got a better idea. We, got all, we, got, we have all kinds of things we can talk the next about. Next Raiders starter. No, <laughs> A, A, no, you're wrong. B, why don't we talk about a, a more um, soon to be less prolific quarterback, Cam Newton? Why, why is that? Because Cam Newton thinks that um, celibacy will, uh, oh, I will saw increase that. his ability as a quarterback. One month of it, though? Like, he took a one-month vow of celibacy. How is one month going to prepare? I have no freaking clue. But what I can tell you is there's no way I'm going to be celibate from my wife and myself. Like, the, it's one or the other, right? Doing it from others is easy. And, and it, defe- I, it defeats the purpose. I feel like I've done it on accident <laughs> yeah. before. Definitely on purpose. <laughs> I, I've definitely done it on accident. I don't, I don't think my improvement... In any facet of life, improved. Whenever I was uh, in high school, I, I had this. I, I was powerlifting, getting ready for the state powerlifting meet. Somehow that always comes up. <laughs> and no, it almost never comes up. Although I can powerlifting, out, I can outbench everyone in this year's draft class. But that's go. a different story for a different day. <laughs> Not that punter. Actually, I can. But anyhow, uh, so I, I had me and a couple of my buddies were preparing for the meet. We're like, right, we're gonna go a month without it. All, I mean, I got 29 freaking days into this, and someone who I was, I, I don't think I've seen him at the time or off and on, they're like, hey, you know, let's go for a ride. I'm like, oh, okay, innocent enough. I got, like, taken advantage of to the, I mean, just, it was, it was, um, it was well worth it, of course, but I never expected, it's like, all right, listen, I can't not do this, so you're, you're doing it right now. I'm like, okay. I'm not going to use any names, but it was pretty. It was pretty hilarious for for me to be the person to be aggressed upon. You know, I'm a larger guy. The the girls was was like 105 pounds. You segued us into something that would be a good episode for another show. Anyone else? Guys like to be pursued too. <laughs> yeah, I like to be pursued. I don't like to be the pursuer all the time. Uh, I don't like to be that beggar, that dog pawn at the bottom of the bed, like oh please, oh please, you, hold your can out. I will give yeah. you. I will give you the prime example of proof that men like to be pursued as much as women. LeBron freaking James could literally say, "I'm going to play for this team at any point in free agency." Instead, what's he do? Let's everybody woo after him. I want to be. Wooed. They like to be pursued. I want to be wooed. Woo, woo, I've, woo. I've never been wooed. I, woo, I don't. I mean, I, I have, but I, I want to be wooed. Thirty-six more. years of not being wooed. You got a wife. I've been booed. I more wooed than her. Than wooed. Yeah. Yes, yes. I didn't woo her. She just gave in. I guess. What about you, Lambert? Did your wife woo Did you? Like, or was, was it, it like a Chinese water torture? Yeah. No, no. I mean, there was there was very little wooing. Just mutual agreements. I can't ever do this either way. I'm a shy guy. I'm not. I'm not real aggressive. A little shy guy. Yeah. Lambert gave me the most um, the the most flattering line any man has ever gave me. It, oh, it was about seven eight years ago. He goes, "If I could have one superpower, it'd be your ability to talk to women." I'm like, <laughs> I think it's okay. your sales pitch. Like you're just a good salesman. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's well, all, all he, it is. Our arms is good at knowing when to walk away. Like, oh, okay. I mean, if you if you're not <laughs> wanting any of this, I mean, I'll just go over here and uh, it like. He thinks it works 100% of the time, but luckily for him, it's probably 
I think you'd probably get a good success listen. rate of like, listen, there's <laughs> no skin off my back. I'm just going to go over here. It's like Sex Panther. 60% of the time works every time. Right. <laughs> listen, I mean, my wife's way out of my league. I'm completely aware that I must say something right because I don't have anything else to bring to the table. Got to be careful, too, because she's into interleague play. I mean, she's came over to the old AL before. <laughs> I'm in the AL, by the way. You're in the NL. I mean, she's she's switch hitter. Anyways. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Mike Glennon, are you excited about that? Raiders really loading up on talent this year. <sighs> well, And I'm being half serious because Tyrell Williams is talent. Yeah. Vontez Perfect is talent. All six games that he'll play without suspension, absolutely. And uh, Mike Glennon is not. But Mike Glennon or A.J. McCarron, which one would you rather have as your backup? Six, one, half dozen, the other, baby. I mean, honestly, it, I, give me Jim Sorgi. Give me Curtis Painter. Would you take Kitna? Oh, I would. <laughs> I would kill for Kitna. Kitna's got had a monster arm. I love John Kitna. I think. I think everybody yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, what was not to love about John Kitna? Like, he, everything was lovable about John. Kitna. Exactly. Like the guy just knew his role. He's like, what are, what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to, you know, play three games this year and hold the clipboard for the rookie. All right, great job, John. Get out there. He literally looked like a slow Lex Luthor, and I respect that. <laughs> I, it's, I loved him for that. He took off that Bengals helmet, and you're just like, oh, my God, baby Ruth. <laughs> uh, it looked like my brother. But since we're talking about quarterbacks and our and our own teams, we hadn't, we hadn't talked about this yet. My team has a new quarterback, and I, I could not be – more thrilled about a, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Signing. Great signing from We're Miami. tanking. You're saying we're tanking and we signed Fitzmagic? Who the fuck who the fuck thinks we're tanking? We're not tanking. Fitzmagic's gonna take us straight to five straight and twelve. To third five place and eleven in the, season. In the, in the South. Absolutely. Or not southeast. I, I say the playoff run depends on if he wears the glasses or not. I mean, he has to wear the cool glasses while he's playing. I just wonder who's going to give him their outfit to wear after one of the games. Like, is it Albert Wilson? It's is got, it's it, a, it is Albert Wilson. You got to think they're about the same same size as Djags. Yeah, you know Albert Wilson's got some uh, some moxie to him now. Someone offered me a fourth rounder for Albert Wilson. I'm like, no, get out. And you're not, like not even close. I know that nobody else likes what Albert Wilson, <laughs> but. He's not worth. It's not fourth round is not worth. Uh, now two dollars. We're talking right. Two dollars. I mean, two dollars. Maybe fourth and two dollars, <laughs> but you know, right? Not either or. I, I he's the only receiver they got. He's probably the guy that's going to be catching patches. Well, they patches passes <laughs> from Fitzmagic. They re-signed Parker. Like he said, again, he's Albert, only, Wilson, Albert Wilson's only receiver. Only receiver we they got, still have yeah. Kenny Stills, but um, I like Stills. Albert Wilson's the only receiver. If there was ever a year to have Parker, it's this year. Though. And Stills, honestly, you're right. Honestly. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, there's just been so much trash for Parker. Yeah, and I think if he's Tannehill can't throw a deep ball. It's this year. Yeah, if if it's going to happen for him, Fitzmagic will get it done. Fitzmagic throws a good deep ball, absolutely, especially compared to Ryan Tannehill. So, I mean, he can get it over twenty yards, sure. Tannehill can throw it Mm. deep. Mm. It's just way, way, Mm. way off the mark. Is is it throwing deep when you throw it out of bounds deep? (laughs) Yeah, it's down away, still deep. But I, it's just off the mark. Like, I was looking at that ball. It's 50 yards down. It's also 40 yards to the right. To yeah. okay. the stands. I, I don't even think he could throw a field goal from 30 yards out because it would just go wide left or wide right. It's like, listen, it's it's like 10 yards apart. Just split the gap and go. All right, all right, go. Dude, you hit, you hit the pylon. Were you trying for that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nailed it. 
Nailed it. Okay. Any more topics or should we go straight into defense? I'm okay talking about anything. I'm pumped up tonight. Four hosts. I, I'm, I'm amped. It's like all the little uh, kids with their pumped up kicks. Let them run. Let them run. Uh, before we go to uh, to defense, which we're going to spend the majority on the show on, um, at least one other notable signing on the offense. <clears throat> Saints pick up uh, Jared Cook. That's hey. true. We do we do need to rehash on some of the offensive signings. That's a big one in my opinion. I think it's a great one. Uh, Breeze isn't known really for hammering a tight end, but he's also you know all of a sudden the biggest guy. Don't on tell the field. his wife that. <laughs> Okay. Anyhow, it's also the biggest guy on the field. And I mean, he did well with uh, Jimmy Graham in the past, but after Jimmy Graham left, you know, there was no tight end love at all in New Orleans. So maybe you get a little bit of that back. I don't think Cook is what Graham was at that point in his career, of course, but Cook's a fine tight end. He finished, I believe, top 10 last year. I think oh, he could have uh, his best I, season. I, don't, I don't only see him being top 10. I think people are too high on that right you don't, now. You, I don't really? Believe, I, I agree. Don't believe it. I agree. I agree. See, I'm, yeah. I'm on the opposite end of that spectrum. Like, I'm. Ted Ginn is another year older, going through some injury history. I do like Traquan Smith, but I don't I know. Agree. I still don't yeah. know if he's going to catch more than fifty balls. They're probably going to be deep shots. He's probably going to score eight or nine touchdowns off those fifty. But Cameron Meredith still has a long way to go before I'm convinced that he can be a, a, li- a liable receiver for New Orleans. So I think Michael Thomas and Jared Cook. Between Kamara. them two and Kamara, is going to eat up. Tomorrow. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. but Breeze but, is going to throw four hundred times. I mean, I get it, but I'm not. I think Cook will be. I think Cook will be top ten easy in fantasy. I, don't, I see. I don't see that at all. I do. I'm going to go top five. I'm, I'm not put saying him at five. he's out of the top ten just because tight ends are horrible, but I'm saying he's not going to be as good as people are projecting. I, I haven't seen any big projections yet. Everybody's always been high on Jared Cook for some reason. He's pretty solid because of his athleticism, right? I mean, he's he's like six 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 seven. He's a big dude, and he's athletic. We understand, everybody understands he's you know a good specimen and everything, but still, it's well, like I don't see yeah, him being but, a top five or top ten receiver. But he was this year. With there's the no argument that he's got with, a better with, quarterback. With, with the Raiders, there's no yes. argument he's Who in a better system. To throw to? Yeah, they had nobody. I mean, they had Amari for a while, and they're they force feeding. Are you Jared Cook? Because they weren't they weren't force feeding anybody. The, I mean, the production really wasn't that great. I get it, but they had to throw to somebody. For, first half of the season, Jared Cook was pretty damn good whenever they had Amari Cooper. Yeah. I mean, at one yeah. point in time, he had like 189 yards, something like that. Which is why I think he's going to be good with Michael Thomas. Draw. I mean, I do think he'll be inconsistent. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah. all that, Talia, most tight ends are. But that's kind of his calling card is, is inconsistency more than anything. So. I do like the signing, though. I mean, it's... Oh, it's a great signing, but I, I think you guys are being a little too high as far as that. His but he was top production. 10 this year, and I'm he's targeting in a him. better system. I like, I don't think we're out of line at all. I mean, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. He's got a you know 97-year-old quarterback, but it, it's a high-flying system, and if, if the... Uh, if they're trying to score points, man. You know what I mean? He's a humongous right. red zone target. See, that's why everybody's thinking. They're just going around assuming he's going to have all these receptions and all of that. I just, I'm not one of those guys, but the only reason why he could be in the top 10 because tight end's kind of weak overall. I'm thinking touchdowns for him more than well, anything. Well, I can see maybe five or six or something like that, but the reason why he might be in the top 10 is because tight end's not necessarily a strong point right yeah. now. So one, one tight end I actually would like to uh, touch on. God, that sounds so weird. Um, that... Not to us, it doesn't. But he's used to saying it. 
he was yeah he he was a big uh, hot topic last year and this is kind of uh, went under the the radar a little bit with with Odell Beckham Jr. leaving uh, New York. What's not to love about Evan Ingram right now? You are speaking my language. Oh, mine too. Like Evan yeah. Ingram, all of a sudden, because at the end of the year he looked fine. Like yeah. he, he looked like very, you know, not I wouldn't say elite, but looked to get back to his form that he was the year before. We're looking at a third year guy this year yeah. too. Yeah, so healthy. Evan Ingram has a legitimate shot to get in that top three or four tight end conversation. I agree. Yep. 100%. So, uh, sorry for for just kind of derailing here, but no, no, that's fine. I mean, uh, everybody's in agreement on yeah, Ingram. I believe. I'm just sitting here. I'm, I'm driving down the road and just it dawns on me. I'm like, who's got Evan Ingram, and how can I trade Travis Kelsey for Evan Ingram and something? You know, uh, that that's my thought. Now, is he going to put up Kelsey numbers? No. Is he going to put up Kittle numbers? Absolutely not. But I think that he's going to have a fine year. I mean, something better than his rookie year is not inconceivable. Considering he's realistically going to probably be kind of the one A target there, outside right. well, probably the the two two B target you know with Saquon taking the majority of the work. So he's going to get a lot of work this year. Yep. Sorry. Dur- so he's going so Dur- to take, but no, that's fine. I yeah. kind of like talking. We talked a little cook. We spin off a little tight ends. I'll just throw one last thing in there. I I find myself because right now is trading season in in our dynasty leagues. It's everybody's making moves to it's kind of like free agency we're making mm-hmm. moves to try to shore up some holes before the draft that way the draft is just uh gravy on top of the biscuits yep and uh i've been trying to acquire chris herndon everywhere i can not because i think he's going to be a clear-cut top 10 but i think he could sneak in the top 10 the back half of it again i think he yep. did his rookie year i'm worried about him with the crowder signing I'm I'm not. I I I, I kind of think it's just going to open things up a little more for him. Well, but second, basically, second year you basically in the got offense. two slot receivers in Anunua and Crowder. You've got Anderson yes. on the outside, and I think just, you, I think you need those two slots in Anunua and Crowder to make one good one. Like I'm not convinced that Crowder's that good. Yeah, he's had one solid season. I think it's a good signing for the Jets. I think it's a good signing for the team. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't Crowder a little older than we all than everyone realizes? Nah, twenty seven. Uh, twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Two years ago, he's kind I of. Wish a, I was twenty seven. Kind of a, yeah, a, no a hot. You're like, wow, Crowder. You know, he's a pretty good you know slot receiver, and his workload's only only going to increase. You're like, wait a second. He's he's already like twenty six. You know, he's not getting any younger, and this is the best he's ever done. Yeah, but Herndon goes. I wouldn't put him in the. You know, low teens, and I'm actually probably like thirteen to fifteen. That's probably like, his floor, right? I, I think he's like good in that range, but I'm not sure what type of pick by you to want to put on him. Third, I, I, I've been I've been snagging him for a, a early third, and I still think a third's probably good for him. As a young quarterback, though, like you go through your progression, and you've got Herndon or Lev Bell to throw to. Who are you gonna? Who are you gonna? That's pitch true. To? Lev Bell does make a difference. Lev Bell does three hundred to four hundred touches. So. Yeah, I, I just think, like I said something last show, like I'm not saying the Jets are going to be that great, but they have They'll enough. be improved. Yeah, they have I mean, enough weapons well, now yeah. to extend yep. drives to get some of these guys more catches. Yeah. So, I, I, and Darnold, I think, obviously should be able to take a small leap, if not a big leap. I'm actually, uh, if the Jets didn't have such a atrocious defense, I, I, I'd be kind of worried about them in the AFC East over my league champion 2019 Miami Dolphins. I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I know Fitz better magic. than that. Yeah. I, I know better than that. I mean, 
the 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 East is just a little bit top heavy, as in there's one team. Pretty but much. it's very heavy. The, the Bills, the, Jets, and Miami are basically the laughing stock of the league. Be, here be, in you can make an argument that they're all vying for number two, or that they're all trying to not be last. I mean, it's one, one of the two. They, this team's usually somehow find a way to snag one from the Pats every year. Though. Every freaking year. Dolphins, yeah. always, Dolphins always win a home against the mm-hmm. Pats. This year, and this last year, in, in epic fashion, like... Always. Fluke. What Total like, fluke. What, three years ago when J.H.I. went nuts? Wasn't that against the, the, yeah, the, sure the, was. the Pats? Yeah, sure was. But Brady's record at Miami is like insane how bad he is. Then like the, the Pats struggled struggled against the Jets. They struggled struggled one game against the Bills. So it's like anything can happen. You know my favorite stat it's in the NFL right way. now it's is kind of the same way in the AFC North as well. Right, well, it's, those teams kind of battle back and forth. You say that, but Ben Roethlisberger is the winningest quarterback at the current Browns home field. Yes, has been for some time. Right, <laughs> yeah. we're talking Browns though. I mean the other teams <laughs> in that division: mm-hmm. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers. Always seem to swap. Wins and losses. Oh, did you see uh, Believe Land? No. Yeah. What's they're a believe, Cleveland, Believe Land. Right. Yeah. They're a sixth in the odds to win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my God. That's a little House premature. money, baby. Six. House money. The Vegas is just, they, they put it up there and people are like, oh, I'm betting that. Yeah. Just rake it in, Vegas. That's a little premature. Rake it in. I mean, that's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, because you're going to have a lot of people that are like, oh, man, they signed. Basically, one player, <laughs> you know, and lost, you know, one of their better defenders. And I mean, is it a net win? I believe so. I, I like the direction they're going. Obviously, another year of progression with Baker and uh, and Chubb. But it's like, really, you, you? But Cleveland is winning because of the fact that they're not giving out free beer this year. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> the beer fridges aren't coming out this year. No, it took a while yeah. last year. But <laughs> yeah. it was, that was exciting. We had like two or three real close. Almost wins, and people are like, no, lock the fridge is back up. It's, it's, it's fourth quarter nail-biters. There will never, never be anything like that again. It makes me sad. They would have opened those yeah. a lot They sooner. had the most Cleveland-Brown way of breaking a losing streak by tying. Yep. That's, uh, that is just a thing of beauty. Let's defense it up. Okay. Okay. First, I'm going to work my way down. We're going to start out with edge defenders, and the top three – got franchise tagged so we're not going to talk about him but the number four guy uh d ford goes to the niners gets a ton of money and for fantasy purposes still plays outside linebacker right i'm not intrigued for fantasy uh but for san francisco it's a pretty good get they also got another guy we'll talk about here in just a little bit but they are starting to improve. But D Ford, I'm leaving him off rosters. But I do like him. He finally broke out. San Francisco needs all the improvements that they can get. And D Ford's a pretty good one on the outside. What was his yearly intake there? Five years, $87.5 million because people get paid whether they deserve it or not now. And he's, he's a good linebacker. Well, he's a solid God. pickup, but that's that's pretty, I don't know, that's pretty much too high for him. He, he pretty did, significant. That's too high for. Almost anybody on this well, list. That's why he wants to make. Com- he is a. He, I was talking about online earlier about how the 20, 2014 draft class was insane, and he, and he is a part of that. So he's due to be paid now. But I don't know if he's worth that much money. But especially fantasy wise, I don't see him. It's a lot. I listen. He's a good pickup though, but he, not fantasy wise. He is a fine pass rusher. For fantasy purposes, he's completely irrelevant. 
All right, unless you've got some I I've not seen a league to where defensive ends and outside linebackers share a position. I'm not seeing that. If you're in some weird league like that, maybe he's a value there. Um the thing about D Ford as a football player, you got DeForest Buckner there clogging up the middle. You have to account for him. The defense all around is going to improve. They've uh, got Warner, uh who's the other linebacker that they've got another young guy. It doesn't matter. But what, what are we talk about San Fran? Oh, Fred Warner. Well, yeah. the guy they just signed that we're going to get to. Okay. So, <clears throat> so long story short, their their team's improving, and they get what is believed to be a franchise quarterback back fully healthy next year. Another a year of advancement with George Kittle, who's I already believe. elite, and a, a year of advancement with, with Dante Pettis, who apparently they believe in him enough to let Pierre Garcetton walk. So I believe Garoppolo when I see it. So I, I'm a big anti. So Ford's making more a year than JJ Watt is. <clears throat> believe so. Kind of ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But let's move on. Another guy that's making even more than D Ford, Trey Flowers. Five-year, right. ninety million deal with uh, Lambert. Your team, Detroit. One of them. One of them. One of them. Him and Neil both <laughs> yeah. like, you know, multiple teams travel back and forth. We like, right. we like players. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. So Trey Flowers. Now, see, this is the difference between him and Ford. He's 25. Ford's 28. Trey Flowers is a a true. You know, defensive end, okay, which I assume is where he's going to play in Detroit. Great signing to replace Ezekiel Ansa and fantasy relevance because I'm fine with starting Trey Flowers on my fantasy teams. But for the value of what they paid for him, the guy got seven and a half sacks last year. Oh, yeah. That's why I, I mean, said he was overpaid. I just, he's he, overpaid. He, play, he paid all over the line, though. And he, he there's it, a lot of guys that do that, though. Aaron Donald, you know, well, DeForest, but there's a lot of guys that play all the way across the line. Because I watched a lot of him last year. He kind of reminds me of, I ain't going to say like, they're not in the same position, but how Clay Matthews, like his, he never got points, but he's always applying pressure and all that. But as far as fantasy wise, I wouldn't worry about him. But it's a great signing as a team. But well, it, I think it, he's a, I think he's a solid. He's uh, probably top five in de- fantasy. You know, I don't probably. know about, I don't know about top five. D. I I'd say he's would. a top ten D defensive end. I don't know about ninety million. If it would have been like five for eighty, I'd have been like, that's about right. But that extra ten he, just he, throws me he, off. If a little he'd bit. got 60, D Ford money. If he'd have got that D Ford, I, think, I don't. I think he got overpaid too. But I think yeah. I think it's a great signing for the Lions. Yeah, it every is. And fantasy wise, it's yeah. He should be up there with with your top defensive end. He's, he's making Agreed. 16 half a year. He's I'm going like to disagree. That, that defense is nowhere near as good as New England's defense. If you've got to account for a guy, just account for Trey Flowers. I mean, what else do they have that's really going to put pressure on them? The, that defense is terrible. They're going to spend some draft capital on some defense. Okay, and then you're thinking rookies are going to take the pressure off Trey Flowers? Happens. It definitely does. Not that it, this year. This is the deepest defensive draft I've seen There's in a long time. There's a lot time. of good edge but, but, guys. You, you can't discount a team. Teams I, come out of nowhere they, every year. But they just signed a defensive lineman that's presumably a defensive end. You know, they just signed one. Why are they going to draft one high? Didn't say they're going to draft one high, but they could absolutely go defensive tackle. They could absolutely go Montez Sweat like everyone's saying they're going to. Okay. I mean, it's a bit on the other side. There's... They have options. If they focus their draft a little bit on the defensive end and hit on a couple, then Trey Flowers, I like like it. I like Flowers. I like him on my fantasy teams. I mean, he's a good football player. I'm just saying I'm not real high on him. Give me double-digit sacks before I really want to put a lot of draft capital on anybody. Give arms to Quan Bowers. They've got the Sean Hand, too, who was a rookie. He played well. Absolutely. Okay. He played well. Yeah, I did forget about them having hand. Hand hand is solid. If you're talking about oh, just, they picked up uh, uh, Dan Harrison wise. too. Yeah. 
Yeah, but pure fantasy wise, he's not. I wouldn't defensive tackle. I guess you have to always remember that that if you're talking talking fantasy wise, yes, the sacks obviously do matter. But as far as actual like team goes, I think it's a great signing because they had the pressures and everything. As I've said many times on the show, better football player than his fantasy player. Right, definitely is. I like I like him in fantasy. The defensive the defensive end landscape is atrocious. Uh, So Dalia, give me some Trey Flowers. The the whole defensive line landscape is atrocious, really. (laughs) Preston Smith, next guy on the list. I don't know if I is he really an edge defender. I'm, I don't think so. He's got him listed that's, as that's the edge the defender. Got him listed as, but I think we'll, he's one we'll, of those hybrid guys. We'll roll with it. I, fantasy hands off. Uh, Green Bay needed to make some moves on defense, so I like it for them. And Sedarius Smith as well to Green Bay. I'll just lump them together. They both got a lot of money. Four years, 52 for Preston. Four years, 66 for Zadarius. Wow. I don't think he ever was that big of a player in Baltimore, but they signed him to be a big player in Green Bay. Can't argue it. They got two guys that are 26 years old, and defense has been Green Bay's biggest issue for a while. Well, and you lose you know, Clay Matthews. Uh, obviously, you've got to address that. Right, and uh, I'd rather have both these guys than Clay at his current state. Right. That's that's where I was going. Yeah. With. Clay, Clay of, co- of course, going to demand big money because of his name more than anything. And I like Zadarius Smith better than Preston myself. But you know, that's just the ability to get get to the quarterback. He doubled his sacks last year. This way, four free agents have made a lot of money. Yeah, I, I don't think I've seen this before. Th- this is actually what blows my mind about as deep as this rookie draft class is. Why spend why that are, money? Exactly. Yeah. Why are you paying these guys this much money when on the fourth final? I, I got an answer for that. Go ahead. Because the teams that are signing these guys, Detroit, San Francisco, Green Bay, need a lot of defense. They can't fix their needs in one draft. Okay. They have to mix and match between draft and this. And you know, none of these teams are going 100% defense in the draft. Never San been. Francisco still needs wide receivers. Green Bay. I'll uh, take Green Bay's offense as it sits. But it's just Green Bay so needs much a tight money. End. It's so much money. Oh, it's a lot of money, but mix and match. Get get some, Fill some needs mm-hmm. in free agency, then attack in the draft at the places around your free agents. You, Build your defense around them through the draft. Question, though. Do you think either of these guys have a, a fantasy impact because most likely playing outside linebacker? I, I'm not going to say a fantasy impact, but I think both of those guys will have a positive impact for Green Bay. Right. Well, no, Jesus no Christ, you got to have a better pass rush than they've had. Right. So it could be money well spent. Well, Clay got flagged every time he tried to touch anybody, so he has a little standoffish. Rightfully year. so. Looks like a caveman. <laughs> So, Justin Houston's next on the list. This is one of my favorite signings of the offseason so far. I'm not the biggest Justin Houston fan, but I am a big fan of Indianapolis signing more guys to make Darius Leonard that much more successful. I was going to say, this only helps Leonard. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think Houston is going to have a great year fantasy-wise, but he's going to play well in Indianapolis. Yeah. He's going to do so many things for that defense. It's not him being great. It's him making the defense greater. Also, I he's got a discount compared to everybody else, right? Compared to everybody else, right. yeah. Did, was it 12 mil a year, something like that? I believe so. Indy's a 3-4 now, right? Yes. 3-4 three, defense, they went 4-3, 3-4. Four, three, four, three, four. So, out of the ones we've named, Houston's got an opportunity to be the most prolific and actually have a fantasy impact. He could, but the, we, you know how we are. We don't like signing outside linebackers I know, in our if, fantasy leagues. But if you're looking at what we've named so Unless far on this Clemac. list. He has the sexiest pick easily in fantasy. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, he can get absolutely after the freaking quarterback. Him and Leonard will be nasty. Yes. Right. 
And Leonard can get to the quarterback too. Right. So yeah, I mean, Leonard can do everything. Yeah, Leonard is like a freaking god on the field right now. I mean, he's just unstoppable. And you, you know, have to account for him up the gut, and that's that's great for Justin Houston. I mean, or could you agent. look at this? That's what she said. On the flip side, does his does Houston coming hurt Leonard? You focus on Leonard, make Houston that much better. Like, is he going to rack it, up the sacks because people were focused on Leonard? I think this is I another net team. win all the way around. India's and yet another team that's going to add a few more pieces of talent in the draft. India's, India's They re-signed uh, Gathers, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Indies went so far in the right direction. I mean, and something that I've been, been saying about the Giants, like last year, what'd they do? They addressed offensive line in the draft. And they've got some, you know, got some solid defensive players. Like Indy is going in the right direction, and honestly, it feels like they're that AFC team that may be getting ready to pass the torch to. Like I just, I love the direction Indianapolis. I don't disagree with it. I mean, they re-signed Marcus Hunt too. I mean, he was a free agent. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's huge. It is, but for their team, he's starting to he's starting to get it a little bit. So I mean, it's it's a solid signing. I think Indianapolis is being really smart. Didn't spend that money on Lev Bell, which they absolutely don't need. You got Naheem Hines, Marlon Mack. Those two guys combined, not as good as Bell, no, but no, they're good. They're good. I'm like, are you? Don't even try. No, but those two guys are are they're serviceable. Really good. Well, and they're kicking the tires on Ajayi too. Yeah. Well, you know, if they kick them too hard, it's just going to go flat. A wheel's going to fall off if you kick tires too hard on Ajayi. Dante Fowler was the next guy, 24 years old, still has a lot of potential. One year, $12 million deal with the Rams. Seems like a good signing compared to four years, $175 billion for some of these other guys. The, I love this signing because yeah. Dante Fowler is you a love hand, Jags. He's a hand-in-the-ground <laughs> defensive end for yeah. the Rams. Yep. And he was an outside linebacker for the Jaguars. Like Dante Fowler's uh, fantasy value is at, at, at a point to where it was only matched by his rookie year. Like his fantasy value is at an all time high. I think he was underpaid. Yeah, he was underpaid. I mean, but, I say it's one year. I mean, it's one year to prove himself, I guess, for a bigger payday. Just, but he's also going to a team that just went to the Super Bowl, right? Like, right. If you want to win, take that pay cut. It's a good it, signing. Get on that team. But he's also going to to that market. Not, higher tax he doesn't rate. play every down either. So, he, he will now, I think. Yeah, you think so? Well, I believe so. He, I mean, he, and, and Dominican Sue right? is mm-hmm. gone. I, Fowler, correct me if I'm wrong. Can't is he not capable of sliding to the inside on some plays? He can play the whole line, right? I believe he's a little undersized for that. He's, he's I thought the Jags small. put him in that position a couple times. But I mean, he's only two fifty five, and he's not a, not a humongous guy, so it'd be a little bit difficult. Small ball, little difficult for him to to Perfect play nose tackle. Yeah, to, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm sure they're just going to scoot Aaron Donald out of the way right. to put Fowler right. in there. Yeah, a lot like Refrigerator Perry. Fowler brings me back to those those thoughts. Here's the best thing about Fowler. Fowler's twenty four years old. Twenty four and. Now on a prove it deal, like with as a hand in the ground defensive end, I I love the signing. He'll he'll end up getting eighty five mil next year, <laughs> four years eighty five mil. <laughs> yeah. If he stays healthy, he could. Uh, he probably will. Even if he's not that he'll good, be, he'll at least get sixty. He'll be fantasy relevant for sure. That's someone you could pick up. Let's go on. Marcus Golden, one year, three point seven five million dollar deal with the Giants. I've made no uh, secrets that I'm a Marcus Golden fan. He was slowed by injuries last year, but I really do think he's an effective rusher off the edge. And I like this signing for the Giants. You get rid of Olivier Vernon, Vernon yeah. and you bring in Marcus Golden at a discount price. And I'm going to say it. I think Golden is just as talented as Olivier Vernon at this point in Vernon's career. Maybe as a 40-year-old Vernon. 
I I I like Marcus Golden. I I uh, he I have no qualms about making him my third. I don't like to carry four, but if Marcus Golden is my third defensive lineman, if I carry three through the season, I'm I'm okay with it. It's a cheap rate too, I believe. Yeah, three point seven five million. That's pocket change compared to some of these other signings. That that was a smart signing by the they're Giants. Paying the, they're Giants are paying nobody else right now. So. One of the few discount rate for discount player boys. Nah, nah. <laughs> He's no Mr. Kyler Murray hater. Call it as a season. <laughs> Mr. Kyler Murray hater over here. That's a whole that's a whole other topic. So. It is. But not much time to spend on Golden. You guys have any anyone else have an opinion on the Golden Child before we move on? Despite, I'm the only one. Like, like, I would I just think, appreciate if you stop calling him the Golden Child. He's the golden chosen one. It's a good rate. Like I said, it's a good pay. The overpayment. I think it's I think it's a good deal for him. Well, this one's more exciting. Terrell Suggs, even though he's older. Two-year, $10 million deal with Arizona. I don't hate that at all. Chandler Jones on one side. I don't know if they're going to play Suggs on the outside linebacker position. I imagine they'll move him around. I think that's what they should do best. Limited snaps, move him around in pass rushing situations. And Suggs can still get it done. I, I like the signing for Arizona. They didn't overpay him. They gave him $5 million a year. Granted, fantasy-wise, hands off for me. Correct. From, what, from, the, from the interviews I've seen, him talking – he, he's really, really excited. So I think he might actually, you know, he's actually really excited to play. He's, I would be excited to play at, how old is he now? 36? Well, he's still, I'd be he's, yeah. excited to still be playing in NFL football well, no, 36 years old. He, well, heck he, yeah, he's Frank, Gore, he's Frank Gore age. He's built like a 22-year-old, though. Yeah, he's still effective. I mean, he's, he's probably, if he wants to, he could probably make it to 38 before he retires. Looks like that's probably what he's going to do. He's doing a two-year deal. See? See the math <laughs> I just did? On the dot. I'm a freaking genius. On the dot. Next. Next. Clay Matthews, two-year. We talked about him a little bit. Two-year, $16.75 million deal with the Rams. Not a bad signing for the Rams. I think it's okay, but hands-off in fantasy, and I'm not exactly impressed. But I do like the mix of youth and veterans that the Rams seem to be winning with. And Clay Matthews, that's not a bad signing. They gave him a little over $8 million a year. Some of these other guys get paid a lot more. So I don't hate it. So out of curiosity, are they – I don't think that they will, but are they considering putting Clay Matthews as a true defensive end? I don't think so. He's just a rotational guy, I believe. Rotational and okay. yeah. just a like he, was, he, he wasn't a huge deal, but that Ibukum I, I had a off-season knee surgery, and I, and I think Clay Matthews is going to okay. play a little. Insurance. Yeah. Okay. Ibukum is the insurance for Clay. I hate, to, but. I hate to keep saying it, but it's another thing. That it's a good real football signing. Yeah, it's a good. fantasy-wise, it's yeah. not. Yep. I agree. It's not anything to the, the big, the best part for Clay Matthews is he gets to be fresh most of the time, and that's a great, great thing for the Rams as well. Because it's not like Clay's a terrible pass rusher, because he gets to the quarterback usually he's flagged, but gets to the quarterback, and that's what they need. I mean, the pressure that he brings, even at thirty-two years old, man, he's he's still fine, just not a lot of fantasy value. No more fantasy value than he added in uh, Green Bay. Yep, probably less. And on to the next, we've got uh, Shaquille Barrett. Signed with the Tampa Bay Bucks, one year, four million dollar deal. He's only twenty six. He's shown flashes. Hand, again, hands off in fantasy. I'm not. I'm not picking him up. But to quote Lambert, I think it's a solid football signing for a team that also needs defense. Even if they just signed him to a one year, four million deal dollar deal to compete, it's a good signing in my opinion. I mean, that's basically veteran minimum for a halfway decent defensive end because ends. You know. The, both lines make a lot of money. So they, they got a cheap, possible, solid starter in Shaq Barrett. He'll end up starting, I believe. 
He should. I mean, there should be some uh, movement around with Quan Alexander now out of there. You right. Know, him, him moving to the or playing on the outside down there. No Shaq attacks. No more Shaq attacks. Okay, Cameron Wake, thirty-seven years old. This this is where we might get <laughs> is a that little. It? We we might be able to debate a little on this one. Three year, twenty three million dollar deal with Tennessee. I kind of can't believe he landed a three year deal. I'm sure most of it's not guaranteed, but they paid him over God, seven million. Not guaranteed. He's a thirty seven year old guy that's never been as effective as Terrell Suggs. Didn't he start in the NFL when he was like thirty four or not thirty four? Obviously, thirty like thirty two or something like, like that. He's, yeah, he came from the CFL, but I, I again, real football signing. It's okay. I don't even know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if it's a good football It's sport. okay. You're, you're really betting a lot of money on somebody that's 37 years old. He could fall off a cliff in game one. You know what you're getting out of Cameron Wake? A great locker room presence. Yeah, yeah you do get and, that. And you, you take a Mike Vrabel team that's very young all the way around Cameron Wake, and you put a captain in the locker room for that defense. That's a great football signing to have Cameron Wake in there as a mentor. And I like Cameron Wake, but just no fantasy potential. I don't see it. No, I don't want him on my fantasy teams. No. He's going to be a rotational, situational player, and you just don't pony up for that in fantasy. He used to be a Barker guy, didn't he? Well, yeah. He's, <laughs> he was a Miami Dolphin. Of course he was a Barker guy. Love me some Cameron The All-Star because he's a Dolphin. Do what? The All-Star because he's a Dolphin. Pretty much. Next guy, this is an arms and niddle guy. Alex Okafor. Three years, $18 million deal with KC. He's not Justin Houston. I mean, no, but he doesn't play Justin Houston's I know, but, position. But he's—they're expecting him to be the pass rush replacement, so to speak. I mean, that's the reason you sign him. You lose Justin Houston in free agency. You sign Okafor. Like the defensive line is—is is, you know Dalia, so to speak. So it's fine. I can see him being a top twenty guy. He's definitely a viable defensive lineman too. I think that Casey's actually relying on. Another signing to be the Justin Houston replacement, but I haven't looked through all of them, so of course you haven't. Okay, you're not me. <laughs> okay, just playing. Don't get upset. I don't get my heart hurt too bad. It's his butt that hurts. Do, either you guys have any any, uh, I I any input on him? Nope, <clears throat> not at all. All no. right, so then we've got Vinny Curry re up to Philly. Best place for him. Not talking about re up. So right. no, he was to, in Tampa Bay last year. Was he? Yeah, he went to Tampa Bay for one year back in Philly. Grass wasn't greener, was it? Came, well, came back home. You know, he he, felt, <laughs> he was in Philly. Yeah, Tampa Bay. In Philly, no, but then, I mean, then Tampa Bay, and then back to yeah. to Philly. Um, That's why I thought he resigned. Try to get get back what he was the year before, and he wasn't great. He was solid. Any thoughts on a little curry in your diet? Curry's awful. <laughs> Are you talking about the Indian food or Vinny yes. Curry? Both. <laughs> Vinny Curry's fine. He's okay. He's fine. He's he's a good rotational guy for your fantasy team. He's a bye week guy. Here's a guy that's teased your fantasy teams for years. Bruce Irvin signed a one year four million dollar deal with Carolina, essentially the Julius Peppers replacement. Uh, not a bad football signing. Not impressed though, and not a fantasy asset. But okay, you What's, you got some decent line depth. What has Bruce Irvin did since he was Super Bowl MVP? Since I think he was what didn't wasn't he a Super Bowl MVP for the Seahawks? What? Am I wrong on that? I don't believe, I don't believe he was. I thought that he whenever they won Super Bowl, I thought he was MVP. I'm serious. It's a heart attack. Michael Irvin, <laughs> Bruce Irvin. I might be wrong on that, but I thought he was the MVP of that of that game. 
Uh, listen, all, all I'm saying is since he left the Seahawks, Bruce Irvin has not been that good. Trust me. No. He was in Oakland. <laughs> and you're thinking veteran presence, bringing a guy who's won before. Guess what? Irrelevant. They didn't he pay did. him much anyway. He won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. <laughs> I thought I thought I could have swore he was the MVP of that. Malcolm that. Smith was. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Bruce Irvin's never MVP'd, not even on his junior varsity. Okay, team. hey, my bad. It was a mistake. I'm sorry. I don't know where the button is, but I'd hit it if I if I remembered. I think it's this one. Is that that? One? Don't do it. <laughs> I don't think it is. Don't do it. Set the news. Just do it. Just don't it's touch a, it's it. It's a big red button. That's the it, I must be the wrong one. There we go. I thought oh, okay. it was the red one first. There we go. The, we should make the red one the bleep. No, I like the red one is like, you know, red arms. Ginger. Yeah, okay, I see what you did there. See that? Yeah. You like that? All, All right. right. We're going to the interior because I don't think there's anything else. We're, we're going interior 100%. So the, the biggest one, the biggest deal technically is Sheldon Richardson signed a three-year, $36 million deal with the Super Bowl champion Cleveland Browns. <laughs> It's a great signing for them. It is. Uh, it's a great signing. It's not fantasy relevant for me, but Cleveland is literally taking a team that went, what, 7-9? and nine? Yeah. And if you don't think they're going to have a huge, legitimate shot at the playoffs, you're crazy. They have a we, shot. We have a 7-9 team with OBJ now and Sheldon Richardson, Kareem Hunt. Vernon. Vernon. A, uh, it's, a, a year on development, and, a, and, they, and they still have a draft ahead of them. Brown's got to steal him in big time. He was a top four pick at one point in time. I mean, you, you're talking about giving up what seventeenth pick, I think it was. So yeah. the Cleveland's first round draft pick this year was Odell Beckham Jr. You know, Great what I mean, pick. Not about Richard. Sheldon was a top four pick to I think Jets. Rank, Jets, yeah. Yeah. Jets. So yeah, for that prize, I think they got to steal. He actually played pretty well last year. I agree. He, he he's fine. defensive linemen are. I I hate owning them unless their name is Damon Harrison. Bosa. Um, no, the, the end. The, I'm thinking defensive linemen, right, defensive tackle, and DeForest I Buckner, Aaron Donald, yeah, everyone Aaron else. Like just now, nah, I'm good. Yep. Anyone else you want to talk about? Uh, the the next biggest contract was Malik Jackson from ja- from the Jags to the Eagles 3 year 30 million dollar deal. I know Arms wants to talk about the Jags. He probably does. He loves the Jags defense. Spit it on. Go ahead Arms. Yeah, Tell I mean, us he, all he about He Malik- wasn't that good last year. I mean, the year before he was fine. Hopefully he has resurgence in his career. I mean, he's 29. I mean, he's, he's it's age is going the wrong way for him. He's got so. eight more years to catch Wake. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. I mean, not a lot to talk about on defensive line. We all know that. Thank God, because we they're they're like cornerbacks. We don't really want them on our fantasy teams. But sadly, cornerbacks are more desirable than defensive tackles. Absolutely. Now we get to go to the meat and potatoes mm, of this. I love CJ Mosley oh. inside linebacker time, five year, eighty five million dollar deal with the New York Football Jets. That is the best linebacker they've had in a long time. A lot of money, but it's worth it. Uh, CJ Mosley, I think last year was an aberration for him. He was oh, a yeah. li- underperformed a little, but still had an, a pretty solid season. Pre- previous three years, what top five at least? Usually yeah. top yeah. three. Yeah. Now yeah. you got Avery Williamson, who showed to be a great free agent signing, yeah. and CJ Mosley on the inside for that team. That's the Jets are improved. That's the best leader they've had on the on linebacking core since Harris, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, they've been, they've been missing it's, that. 
let me ask you something though. Obviously, he's changing the entire defense he's playing in. I think he's a brilliant football player. I think that he's a smart guy, of course. But do you think that he puts up the production that he traditionally put up in Baltimore? I think yes. he, I think he matches it easily. I think yeah, he, I think, he I think he's it. close. I won't give it now. I think he'll surpass last year's production. Oh yeah, but the but the prior years in Baltimore, I think he falls just a tad bit short of those. Is he a top five guy? I think so. He's on the cusp. But see, not. see, I think that he's going to be right back in that top five yeah. because it, I hope so. Baltimore's defense is solid, but he's going to eat up everything. Yeah, I I, I love the CJ Mosley to the Jets. It's a great signing. So. Yeah, it's a good signing. It's the it's the bar none the best inside linebacker available, and the Jets smartly used that massive amount of cap space to grab him. So I I can't I got nothing bad to say about that signing. Quan Alexander, this one's a little different. To me, it's a great signing because it was four years, fifty four million dollars. That that they didn't overpay, I don't think, because Quan Alexander, when healthy, has proven that he's one of the better inside linebackers in the league. So San Francisco is basically taking a bet that he's going to stay healthy for them. Granted, Fred Warner showed really well last season, but they lost Reuben Foster. So this is a good signing for them, in my opinion. He's, Quan I mean, and, and he's Fred, better than Reuben Foster. He is. Hands down. He's better than Reuben Foster. Quan Alexander's any point. a really good 24-year-old linebacker. I think it's a great signing. And I'm a little weary about having him on my fantasy teams just because of the injuries, but I do – I'm not trading him for his for what his perceived value is. I'm not buying him, but I'm not trading him because his value is kind of low in dynasty leagues right now. So if I own him, I'm going to place the bet like the Niners. If I don't own him, I'm not willing to pay up for him. Let, let me back off of this first off, and I do want to touch on the C.J. Mosley thing real quick. Kenny Young, his, his believed to be replacement at this point. I'm buying Kenny Young shares all day long. What do you think about his fantasy impact? Do you think he's going to be an, an 85 tackle a year guy? Do you think he's going to surpass 100? Or do you think he's going to fall somewhere between 60 and 70? Is he going to be a LB1? Or an LB3? Yeah. yeah. I, th I think he's an LB3. I, I think he's going to fall between 85 and 90 total tackles. Yeah, high three, low two. Yeah, I'm, I'm, wanting to, I'm wanting to acquire him because yeah. I think he makes a good uh, – yeah. Dart throw as a linebacker three, but then again they could draft a guy. If you've got a Blake Martinez, say, they or will. if you have C.J. Mosley, go grab a Kenny Young. That's one of those that, that just kind of gets missed, as everyone else is addressing linebacker and they they're going after. And I saw you snipe it whenever oh, C.J. Mosley Barker next pick in one of our drafts. He takes Kenny Young. I'm like, that's a great pick, Barker. I was getting ready to do that. It's a risk. I mean, because they could they could easily draft a guy in a, in a draft full of defense, but. If they don't it's get not a wide receiver, it's not deep at, wrong. It's not deep at inside linebacker, necessarily. I mean, you got Devin White. you got a few other guys. They could fall out Devin of the Bush. range. Yeah, Devin the Bush. Devins. But those guys are projected top 15 yeah, picks. Yeah. And Baltimore has to get it. They have to get a receiver. They they cannot pass they on receiver. They have to have somebody. Yeah. They've been doing it for years without one. Why do they need one? They have no one now. They've never had anybody. Willie Sneed is there. He's their wide de facto receiver. number one. They're going to draft a guy. They have to. I, I am now the wide receiver for Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> and 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 also they passed. We'll see Neil in the five wide. <laughs> they passed all those years with uh, what's the GM guy? I can't believe I blanked Ozzie? out on Ozzy. But Ozzy's gone, right? 
he's gone or getting ready to be gone. I think he's. I think last year was he passed, his last he passed, draft. He passed the torch. I know that. Yeah. So as far as operations go, I, I'm calling a wide receiver to him this year. So I think Kenny Young gets the opportunity, but it is risky. Okay. So now on to Quan Alexander. I love the signing for San Francisco. If anyone, so I'll go kind of talk about three linebackers here. The biggest impact this has for anyone is Kendall Beckwith. Kendall Beckwith replacing him in Tampa Bay is going to be huge, a huge steal in drafts because that's not if, a name. If he stays healthy. No. If that happens. 90% of mocks I've seen have Devin White to the Bucks. Not concerned about it. Beckwith was, has always looked good. Well, Devin, Tampa's, Devin Tampa's White is going to be on defense a lot. So. Yeah. Devin White's really good. Now, in addition to that, Quan, I think, takes some away from Fred Warner. Because Warner's not exactly the greatest athlete on the planet. I feel like Quan's a little bit better athlete, just obviously more injury prone. I have more faith in Warner. I do too. Warner's a smart football player that was hugely underrated going into last year. I like him way too much, actually. I have no clue why. I I will tell you that if Quan stays healthy, we could be looking at another uh, Navarro Bowman and uh, who was the other guy they had for years? You know, whenever Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Yeah. Whenever they had two linebackers that were around 100 tackles apiece, solo tackles each year, I could see that coming back to fruition in San Francisco, especially if their offense is out yeah. there on the field and, you know, moving the ball and scoring some points. Yeah, the years when Niners had those insane mm-hmm. linebackers but didn't see any playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Had two top five the single, linebackers. The Singletary years. Yeah. Yeah. I love some Which of these Which makes signs. perfect sense, by the way. <laughs> Mark Barron, next guy on the list. Signed a two-year, $12 million deal with Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, but if you don't think he's not going to be successful oh, in Pittsburgh, you're nuts. It. Look love at it. every middle linebacker Replacing Pittsburgh has ever Shazier. freaking had. Okay, let's start off by saying nobody likes Steelers, okay? But everybody likes Barron, and everybody thinks Barron's going to be good there. Oh, he's I don't eat. love Barron, but I, I like him more I've now never, than I've I have. I've never met anybody who doesn't like Mark Barron or think he's solid. I mean, it converted safety, being a successful, he's a stud. successful NFL, NFL linebacker. Now, even Mark Barron doesn't have Ryan Chase ear speed. But he's a hell of an athlete when we're talking about the inside linebacker. Yep. To put that guy who can go sideline to sideline back in the middle for Pittsburgh is going to be huge for the Steelers. And Mark Barron's going to eat. Mark well, Barron's can, going he to He can cover those tight ends. Yeah, too. He's, I mean, he's really he's, good yeah. at that. Yeah. He's my other Kenny Young. If there's another guy I'm looking at to grab as a linebacker three with upside to be a two, it's Mark Barron. And for that matter, I also, sorry, I'm talking about my drafts. I also picked up Vince Williams in our draft, mm-hmm. mainly because I think that Mark Barron makes Vince Williams a little bit better because those are going to be the inside guys. Yep, I I like Barron a ton. Like I would absolutely give up a third or fourth round pick if somebody was willing to come off. Yeah, Mark but Steelers Barron. literally did pretty much nothing the first three waves, but this fourth wave kind of they made up. That's for That's what it. they always do. They're smart. Yeah, but like, I mean. By now, they'll at least have some decent moves, but this fourth wave, I think they really added. They're not going to go out and sign somebody for $85 million. Well, no I, I understand I mean, that, but still, like, I think the Baron yeah. signing actually like, at least shows some gleam of hope for him. They'd, the Pittsburgh Steelers would let Patrick Mahomes hit free agency. Well, yeah, yeah. They, that's their way. Same way it's a patch. I like well, the patch. I don't know. So. They paid Ben. But, but let's also, you said nobody likes Steelers. You want to talk about the classiest move by an NFL team? They they are paying Shazier again, right? Another year. Shazier will most likely never play football again. He, I know he says he wants to. The best thing he can do is not for his health. But that is one of the classiest moves by any NFL franchise to take a guy who is having trouble walking. You know, it, he's he's got this one of the worst back injuries I've ever seen in the game. I mean, I I love what the, the Steelers did. That 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 is all class. 
you can hate everything else about their organization. That was one of the classiest moves I've ever seen. Agreed. 100%. Now, what if the Steelers would have signed this next guy? That would have been one <laughs> of the... never, never that, would have signed this next guy. That would have been one of the most interesting stories ever, in my opinion. But Vontez Perfect... He would have been stabbed in a locker room. Absolutely. Vontez Perfect, one-year, $5 million deal with Oakland. I don't love it, and I don't hate it, because they sign talent. $5 million's not a lot to pay. And if he can just get healthy... And not be, be suspended? A, not be a thug? Not be a thug? But if he can just start listening to Skilo as opposed to NWA <laughs> and just calm down just a little bit, he is on this the same, could, he could is be on, huge. He is on the same team as his nemesis before they're now. Oh, dude, he's going to try to kill Antonio Brown. Oh, absolutely. They made, they've made amends according to They're, they're going to they, they're gonna they, put Antonio Brown in red jersey during practice. <laughs> they made amends until practice. And then Vontez Perfect is literally going to kick the blonde mustache off of Antonio Brown. I mean, Perfect is a decent. He, I mean, he's above decent player. I mean, if he stopped being like the old school Raiders mentality, but he, he is. That's the thing. Vontez Perfect is a John Gruden Raider. Well, yeah, yeah he, is. he is a Raider. I mean, his his mentality is a Raider from, from as of old. But he needs to stay on the field. He's not going to do that, probably. He's going to be poking somebody's eyes out in the first few weeks. <laughs> no, I think Burf- stopping somebody out. I, I like the signing, but I still think to hear Whitehead is the guy to own as far as linebackers go. And, and dude, to hear Whitehead is one of the most underrated freaking linebackers that you could ever have as a linebacker three. And, I, and I'm sticking by it. I'm I'm still grabbing to hear Whitehead shares. Vontez perfect. I'm not buying those shares unless they're super cheap. I'll take a fourth round flyer on him, but I'm I'm not paying any more than that because he is. The reason he had a rough season last season is because of the injuries that have stacked up on him. You can only Kimbo slice people for so long before your joints start falling apart. <laughs> and he is the football version D- of Kimbo dude, Slice. I, I'm, I'm, and I, I've never really liked Burfecht, but I love the signing for the Raiders. And I, I like his fantasy impact. I mean, he, he's been a— Low-risk signing. He's been a top-10 guy numerous years in his career for uh, fantasy production. There's no reason why he wouldn't bring that back up in the Raiders. The greatest thing about Perfect was was it last year, um, Pittsburgh Steeler fans were crapping in his yard, <laughs> like l- human poop in his yard. That's what he deserves. That's that's the greatest thing about Perfect. <laughs> I agree. Like people hate him that much that they will drop trowel and pop a squat in his front yard, and it's deserved. Oh, it it is. Like he's he's one of the dirtiest players ever played oh, yeah. the game. But man, I think he is he, the dirtiest dude, player he, ever. Currently, yes. first off, Nam Khan yeah. is dirtiest player. Well, in Sue, I think he's I think he's on a whole other level than Sue is. No, Nam Khan Sue stomps you in the arm. You he know, pokes in, in, uh, in your Hainsworth. Op- uh, yeah, no, no Nam Khan Sue is far dirtier than Albert Hainsworth <laughs> ever imagined being. Nam Khan Sue stitches in his face. Nam Khan Sue was like, I'm pretty sure he tried to stomp someone in the throat. I'm not even joking. <laughs> he did. He, yeah, that's well, what I he, thought. He did, and I don't. I think it happened twice. So not because he's a big he's, kicker. Too. He is dirty, dirty, dirty. But Vontez Perfect, you know what he does? Lays the wood across the middle. Oh yeah, that guy is like he's like. <laughs> I'm totally getting suspended for this, but watch this, guys. That Ba-boom! poor guy. That, that poor guy stole from the Redskins. <laughs> he did nothing for the Redskins. Where <laughs> Hainsworth? Yes. Oh man, it's almost as bad as Sam Bradford. <laughs> Here's a deal at half the cost that I absolutely love. So, Tampa Bay, we know that the Devin White mock draft is there. We know that Kendall Beckwith 
if healthy, can be the guy. He proved that as a rookie. He was That's phenomenal. That's an gold player right Dude, there. I love back oh, back absolutely. <laughs> but Dion Buchanan was not used correctly in Arizona the last couple of years. Tampa Bay might be able to remedy that for the low cost of one year, two and a half mil. So you go from a bad team to a bad team, and you expect improvement? No, I no, no. I expect more playing time for Dion Buchanan in Tampa Bay than what he was receiving because Josh Bynes, Amanda Bynes' brother, was taking snaps away from By him the way, in Arizona. I think, he, I think he's a free agent in our, our uh, new startup draft, and I I want to go after Josh Bynes. I just want you to I like that. Josh Bynes. No, I, I th- Why would you go Bynes. after Bynes? I think Bynes. Oh, okay. You can't go after Bynes because we actually skipped one. Jordan Hicks, four-year, $34 million deal with Arizona. He does get nicked up, but Jordan Hicks is a freaking good linebacker. Literally the only healthy. thing they've done. Pretty underrated signing. Yeah. Jordan Hicks. It really is. But he's not a huge impact player. Like He's a tackle. He racks up tackles. We're talking fantasy. I, not a great signing for Arizona because I think they could have spent their $34 million a little bit better. But for us fantasy players, Jordan Hicks is a pretty high upside linebacker three slash two. They paid him to play as oh, opposed yeah. to Buchanan, who I think is there as a depth signing. Well, Buchanan's in Tampa Bay. Hicks is in Arizona. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I like, got you. Like the, the swap. Wise, the swap. Yeah. But we're talk, we talk about Quan Alexander with injuries. We talk about Kendall Beck with injuries. But Jordan Hicks is like notoriously banged up. But he doesn't miss multiple games in a row. He misses a game here, a game there, he's, a game there. He's played there, 43 out of 64 games. He's not Sean career. Lee, right? Yeah, he's not Sean Lee. That's for darn sure. <laughs> but I mean, he. he 26. The he's guy got misses, time. He misses a lot of time. And he's. it's not like he's putting up 10 tackles a game when he's playing, you know? Five and six, he he's fine. I just he's a linebacker three in a stretch for me. Back to Buchanan though. Do you guys want him on your teams? I think it's Kendall Beckwith's job to lose. I sincerely do. I think he's well. They be play. They play got, a three four. But you got him. You got Levante David. Like the, yeah, you do got the, David. You've got two tackle monsters, and I just think Buchanan's the odd man yeah. out here. I'd have to be in bad shape to have him. Have him in the lineup at least. Yeah, I mean, I, I have. I'll be honest with you. Hopefully, I have a fourth linebacker before I need him. You would, I would hope. Yeah. Jake Ryan, any opinions on that two-year, eight million dollar deal with Jacksonville? I got none. I, he's kind of been one of those like you grab and stash in dynasty because he's going to be good eventually. And he Every, never everybody is. thinks that. I think he's yeah. impressing you. Yeah. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. He's never going to be, like, but we hope. He just went to a team with like five linebackers that are better than him. Like, why? You have to see the field, though. Everybody I, has to be healthy. Okay, I, I'll, I'm not going to bet four injuries to think Jake Ryan's going to be successful because I don't think he's going to be successful if he's starting week one because three linebackers are injured. <laughs> I mean, nobody's going to be picking him for fantasy value currently. Next guy, LJ Fort, three you're years. Just, you're just going to look right over Preston Brown. It's a re-sign. I'm not that oh, excited okay, about okay, it. Okay, okay, I'm like, man, my, I mean, my it, boy. You, we're talking about, okay, your boy. We're talking about, you're trashing, you're trashing <laughs> Jordan Hicks for being hurt all the time, but my boy, Preston one, Brown. One year. That dude one don't, year he's banged up. He don't play crap. One year. If ever, ever they're nice, top 10 every year. In Cincinnati, he gets banged up. Okay, other than that, top 10. Arms gold. That's what Preston Brown is. No, no one, will, no one will ever give the value that, you have, that you're have that you going to need out of Preston Brown. To Quan Bauer's little brother right there. 
We'll talk about we don't talk we don't oh, talk who's about the, who's the also, Jags defensive tackle. Yannick. Also, also <laughs> Preston Brown, only twenty six years old. Yeah. But he has like thirty years of injuries. Dude, I him. thought the same thing when it, like he 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 I thought he was thirty. I'm not even playing. It's like He's been around Lord. forever, I swear he has. Dude, I think he started playing at fifteen. <laughs> He's one of those guys that got drafted by Alabama back in the day. <laughs> Out of middle school. Oh God. Let's jump to the outside linebackers. Anthony Barr. Uh, this one, I got a lot of hate for this one. Five years, $67.5 million deal with Minnesota. For what? For for what? That, that's exactly what it is. For, like, he is an okay player. He was a re-sign, wasn't he? Yes. Dude's a first-rounder. The only reason never... I wanted to talk about it was because of the Jets. Almost had him pried away. He Took, went, it, went back down. on the deal, went back to Minnesota. And I... I just don't think he's good enough for $67 million. I don't know why either team was willing to pay. Right. Like, honestly. Like, th- Weak free agent class. Apparently, but like Anthony Barr, he's a first-round draft pick that he's had moments of, you're like, oh, okay, that's why that's why he's a first-round draft it's pick. It's like raccoons fighting over a pizza crust. It's like, that's my piece <laughs> of garbage. It's, I mean, that's not exciting at all. I don't know why they both were trying to get him. He was lucky to have one team. He's not garbage. But for sixty seven right. and a half crust with a topping on. With eleven mil a year. He's got he, like a pepperoni hand. He's on. Domino's pizza crust with some of those extra spices and butter. God, now I'll, I want I'll give you now that. I want Domino's. I'll give you that. He's all, yeah, he, he's not worth the price. No, he's not. I don't want him on my fantasy team. Uh I, I probably would have been more apt to maybe give him a try if he was on the Jets. Maybe he could rekindle some of that early career magic that he had. But with Minnesota again, I'm just not was interested. Was there any real magic for him? Though? He was pretty solid in year one or two. You couldn't really pry him out of someone's hands on the cheap in fantasy. Okay, it's because it, ton of potential. Who's, exci- I mean, who's exciting on Vikings defense anyway? Besides Harrison, I'm not even excited about Harrison. I just like Harrison Smith. Hunter, 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 and, Hunter and, uh, Griffin. Daniel Hunter, absolutely. Griffin? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I like well, their they defensive re-signed, ends. Uh, Kendricks, didn't they? Yeah, and for some reason, I've never been a Kendricks guy. No, no, no. He puts up decent points. He puts up great points for a guy that plays two downs. Right, right. Like, honestly, he's, no, you're like... You're absolutely right. He puts does up- this guy get every freaking tackle in first and second down, and yeah. he's off the field? Right. But listen, Anthony Barr had a career low in tackles, a career low uh, in pressures, a career low... No, not quite a career low in sacks, but it wasn't anything special. It was three. Yeah, he just I I just don't you get might it. Might as well be a career low. Just don't Should get it. Like you, you've got a guy that's just coming off of what his rookie deal and underperformed all the way through, and you're going to pay him what thirteen million dollars a year almost. Yeah. Mark yeah. Sanchez's offensive tackle had three sacks. You know he's only thirty two <laughs> years old. I thought Mark Sanchez was every bit of forty, but he's only thirty two. He could have another three, four solid years in the league as a third no. stringer. He 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 plays like a forty eight year old. He does. With a lot of CTE. Just mistakes all over the place. Thomas Davis, next guy on the list. A 36-year-old linebacker nets a two-year, $10.5 million deal from the Chargers. Best best linebacker Chargers had. I was going to say, that's solid. They brought I know. Back, they brought back Perryman. Yep. Um, but this this is better. I love Thomas better. Davis. Yeah. I think I have him in like every league I can. He's always old as dirt, sometimes hurt, but he's always... He's steady. He's, he's, steady been old, he's been old for every bit of six years. But he's <laughs> you can always count on him. I, I'm big. I, oh, yeah. I, that's a great signing. I love having him. Yeah. 
I mean, if you forget to get Easter baskets for your kids, you can call Thomas Davis. Oh, yeah, he's steady, And he'll swing by Walgreens and grab the the already done up Easter baskets. He'll bring them. You can can definitely rely on him. He's he's reliable. He's a great signing, and he's going to get you your 10 to 15 points, which you ask for, so... More not like expensive. Maybe eight, I mean, he's eight not, to twelve. No, I mean, he's he, he had seventy sometimes. Don't sugarcoat it, Neil. Let's not let's not get too excited I about Thomas chill, Davis. Chill out there. He, pump the brakes. Pump the no. freaking brakes, Neil. Thomas Davis is great. What? Great. You're right, everybody. I'm a big Thomas Davis guy. We're talking great. Or do you even know where he played in college? Joe. He was ACC guy, wasn't he? Joe. Do you have a jersey? No. Then just stop. Hey, listen, <laughs> just he, stop. Any linebacker from Georgia, I'm I'm probably at least moderately excited about. And Thomas Davis was like he's the oldest one left in the league. That's right because he was he was a DB, wasn't he? I don't I didn't I don't know he was a DB and got moved to linebacker. I do know because he originally went to Carolina, right? Yeah. He, I remember playing with him on Madden. He was like a 97 speed at linebacker. You're like Jesus Christ, Oh, it, it was great. And Thomas Davis, he was a hell of an athlete. I mean, honestly, at, at 36, he's still an above average. He's better, he's better uh, than he's, Cameron He's going to win that job. I mean, he's going to oh, have yeah. that job in San Diego. So that's a, that's a good signing for them. Him, that's a good fantasy signing. Him and Kaiser White together. They, they've been needing a veteran presence at linebacker. They they have so many second and third year guys. They have so many second and third string level linebackers. Yeah, what they, they do. Perryman, there was so much hype around Perryman. There was. Too, and, and then uh, what's the dude? I'm, I'm pretty sure you picked him up recently, but he had like he was like a one-hit wonder in 2017. You're talking about like Puller Hayes? Yes. I mean, yeah. that's another yeah. guy. Like We're like, oh, they found him. They found right. their guy. And like then they just don't even play him. But that rookie, like, Kaiser White, the one that got hurt. He was decent. Saw, yeah. They've basically been looking for a middle linebacker since Junior Seau, and I'm not even playing. Right. Like it, it, You've been wondering who the middle linebacker is going to be for San Diego. Well, for when you have one years. that good, it's hard well, to – one of the greatest of all time. Right, I mean, right. yeah, it's, it's very difficult and to that's, turn and, that's, and this is why I see the 10 to 15 point games I love him. 8 to 12. Five to seven. I'm ready to put the five dollar bet on our Facebook page. Okay, we'll, we, we'll 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 strike that up after the episode. Let's go on the cornerbacks. Uh, we got some re-signings, but then we drop straight down. Bradley Roby, one one of my uh, favorite cornerbacks, because I I love cornerbacks so much. No, uh, Bradley Roby, one year, ten million dollar deal with Houston. This is a good signing for Houston, especially at that rate. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good signing. This guy's only twenty six. He still has time to become a shutdown corner which I think he has potential. I don't know if he'll fulfill that potential. But good signing for Houston. Not a good signing for my fantasy team because I don't take cornerbacks. So I'm going to I'm gonna push back on you a little bit, even as an high state homer. Thank you. Bradley Roby is not a shutdown corner. He didn't play well in college. I didn't say he was. <laughs> and, I said he ha- still he has the potential. You don't come into the league as a, a – average-ish cornerback and become a shutdown corner. You come into the league like Denzel Ward, and a year or two later, you're on, you're just, nobody's throwing your direction. Like, you know, Patrick Peterson, Jalen uh, Ramsey. Ramsey, like that. Those are the guys you're like. Those are shutdown guys. That's a shutdown corner. Bradley right. Roby, they're going 20 touchdowns against him this year. The way I look, the way I look at it, if he was worth it, they would have signed But he's not a shutdown guy. Let me tell you about a guy named Josh Norman that wasn't a shutdown corner for a while. All of a sudden, learned how to play the game, used his athletic ability, 
Bekamish, how you only 22 and just now learning how to play the game? Became a shutdown corner. I'm not saying Roby is for two a years, definite. For two years. Like, I know. It's not like Josh Norman was great that. last year. I get like that. The, pre, the two years he was in Atlanta, or three years in Atlanta, like two years he was real solid. I get that. I'm just saying Bradley Roby still has untapped potential that Houston's banking on. He's a solid NFL cornerback that still has a ceiling of a possible shut down cornerback. I don't think it's going to happen, but to spend $10 million on the possibility? For, for the price of a starting level NFL quarterback, I will give Bradley he is, he is a starter. He, he is a starting level yeah. guy. He's probably realistically slightly above average. With potential. He does have potential. He's only 26. He's, he's still young. The price, that was a that was a really solid signing point. And you just drove home my point, you jackass. Okay, man. We were just saying he's not a shutdown corner. I'm just saying he's I not never a said he corner. was. You guys took my words and you twisted it because you guys are bad journalists. Well, I did say he he's he was poop. So he's hot, startable. Hot duty. He's what? Not, on what? Real. I was going to say in fantasy. No, you don't he's start not. Corners in real in fantasy football. You, you know what you do? You find the best cornerback in in the draft. And you start him for four games and trade him. Exactly. Like, that's it. Tredavious White. Denzel Ward. Yep. Like, that. that's it. You, no. Like, five interceptions. Dude, this guy's going to have 20 interceptions this year. I'll give you this solid safety. Done. Done. Now, listen, I honestly didn't need you guys' input on Bradley Roby. But I do need your input on this one. Who the hell is Steven Nelson? <laughs> Um, who it's Craig the T. Nelson's hell? Son. No, no, it's Stephen Nelson. Lord Stephen Nelson. Wasn't he a professional wrestler? I've no idea. That's Stephen Regal. Stephen Regal. Same thing. <laughs> and you're the wrestling guy. He was a wrestling guy too. Who's Stephen Nelson? How's he get a three-year, twenty-five and a half million deal with Pittsburgh? Is it like a Kurt Warner thing? Like I don't know. Mike He's Tomlin 20. went to IGA and was like, "Hey, you." That was our first Steelers big signing. I don't know, man. They're proud of it. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nelson. I don't know if kids were like passing football in the street, and this guy came out of nowhere and snagged P- one. Picked and the off a twelve-year-old yeah. into the house, and the Steelers are just like, "Boom, that's our guy." But I don't know who Stephen Nelson is. If it would have said Reggie Nelson, I'd have understood a little bit, but not Stephen Nelson. It's like last week that one guy we didn't know who got signed. <laughs> like we don't know you. I don't remember his name. <laughs> I don't know you, Stephen. <laughs> Once again, Stephen Nelson, if you if you're listening, call in. Just text us first to let us know who you are because we'll probably decline the call. <laughs> Craziness. And we still all bleeding, right? Oh, I'm Stephen Nelson. I'm the guy who signed the Steelers. Doesn't ring a bell. What's your date of birth? I, I'm Last just not sure years. about any cornerback named Stephen. I just, I just don't know. Gilmore. That's Stephen. That's Stephen. It's spelled the same. No, it's not. Stevens with a V. Stephens with a PH. It's like Stephen Curry. Yeah. It's not Stephen Curry. It's not Stop Stephen it. Curry. If Stop his name it. was Stephen Curry, it's he couldn't hit a three for, to save his life. What is, is his nickname? Stev. No, it's Steph. Stev. <laughs> Stephen Curry. Hello, my name is Steve. It, oh, okay. oh, whatever. Whatever. All right. So so the Denver Broncos let Roby walk, and they give more money to Kareem Jackson. It makes perfect sense to sign a guy, you know, five years older. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, honestly, though, Kareem Jackson, he's a good a, a good cornerback. Uh, he is, is but he he's better ranked. than Roby? No. He's oh. had, they're he com- had they're, one, com- they're comparable. He had one year he in did, the sun. He did have a good year. One year. One good year. He was he was kind of a bust for a while. But do you think that the reason he had good years because they knew they could test him? Like honestly. Uh, it's like you we are certain we can test, you know, Kareem Jackson. There's no doubt about it. 
And oh god, he got a couple interceptions. All right, whatever. It's still, it's still Cream Jackson. It's like the old argument that he's a good cornerback. Look how many points he has because he's getting thrown to and he has to tackle the guy. Exactly. It's like, dude, that quarterback got eighty-two tackles last year. He allowed eighty-two receptions. Yeah. Right. He had to tackle like, the guy eighty-two times. He allowed at least a hundred because there was another freaking twelve touchdowns against him. Oh my god, I'm so happy right now. Next, what? There's not much else to talk about there. You got. Uh, if you see any names you want to talk about, by all means, go ahead. But I want to finish my biggest talking point on cornerbacks with thank you, NFL. Thank you for no one, no one signing Brent Grimes because Brent Grimes, I'm not even going to say it. It's not you, over yet. Brent and Miko, you could go straight. Just uh, thank you, NFL. Wave five is coming. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> Why do you hate Brent Grimes? Because one, he was he was in Miami, right? Okay. So his wife basically slandered the whole oh, team yeah. while he was there. Yeah. Well, Miko. Miko yeah, Grimes. Grimes. Probably yeah. one of the worst wives that you could ever people, marry up. Just one of the worst people. One of the worst people. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say his wife is Miko Lee, and I'm like, No, Miko you, Grimes, one Miko. of the I was like, No, no, don't talk no. to Don't talk Miko. shit like, about Miko Lee. I don't care. <laughs> If I was celibate for 10 years and Miko said, let's do it, get the hell out of my room. Go away. Dude, Miko, we could talk complete trash about traders, or the Raiders, and I'm like, what's up, girl? So, I think she sells real estate now, by the way. Thank God Brent Grimes is a free agent. 35 years old at that. I mean, he should be. I don't he, think he, anyone's and, signing him. He was getting overpaid his whole career anyway. He was getting over. Oh, but you yes. know what? He was he was a great I mean he is a great athlete. Yeah. The the problem is he's not a great uh, football player. One more thing. Dominique <laughs> Rogers Cromartie out of retirement to the skins. You've got to pay those kids, right? Yeah, he's only That's got four seven now. Oh, wrong one, wrong one. I'm, I'm sure he's got a dozen. I'm sure which, he's got a half dozen. Wait, wait, wait. He's got to buy Christmas presents. Which Carm- is it Antonio that has I'm the million no kids? I think it's Antonio. Antonio Carmarty. has like legit like 19 or nine kids, <laughs> 19 kids. It's a lot. Antonio legit got a vasectomy and had a couple twins afterwards. Dude, I'm like that, I am straight suing that guy. That dude has <laughs> Kryptonian sperm. <laughs> Nothing, not even Miko Grimes could talk that guy out of making You know, a the, baby. the one thing I love about, to completely go off topic, I don't think anybody's ever intercepted Peyton Manning as much as Antonio Cromartie. No. Like, there was multiple games, like, Antonio Cromartie is like, oh, I'm just going to play off the interception, Peyton like, can, three times a game. Peyton could attribute 35% of his forehead <laughs> growth to Antonio Grimes, or Antonio Cromartie. Oh, guaranteed. Just every single time that they, it's like, oh, yeah, no, the Colts are... So, so much better than the Chargers. Like, it's not even close. And you're like, Peyton Manning have six touchdowns? Oh, no. No, that's six interceptions. No, that can't be right. There's Mr. Aaron. Let me, let me check ESPN. All right, let me check Yahoo. Let me check CBS. Oh, my God, he had six interceptions. I like when you role play with yourself. It's really <laughs> interesting for me to watch. I always get kind of lost in the performance. And then I'm like, man, that, that guy really should... Really should be Stop in. doing that. No, <laughs> no, very sh- method. No, I, I, mean, I really think you could grab a spot on on rent on Broadway, I don't, like uh, or cats, <laughs> cats, Grrr. cats, meow. Would they lie my beard? I'm sure, there's That's a ginger so. cat somewhere. Me and me and uh, this this uh, friend of mine at work. Scary or, mouse has a ginger cat in it. Me and a friend at work are on this cats big book. kick of like sending cats dressed as cowboys back and forth through our work chat and being like meowdy partner. I'm a meow boy. Yeehaw. 
Oh, God. I'm glad just I had to when throw you say out it there. in your bedroom voice, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. How, how did you know that's my bedroom voice? Oh, come on now. <laughs> well, you ever wonder why you see that cell phone light in your closet whenever you get home late? <laughs> is that what that that's, is? That's Lambert. I could have swore that was my light-up sneakers. I, I thought for sure I turned the flash off. That's I'm texting. What are you interesting. doing? Barker, you got home early. Oh, in your phone flashing? Shit. Okay. My bad. Now, now that I think about it, that is the iPhone tone <laughs> that I hear coming out of my closet. Okay, let's go on to safeties. Arms. So I know something that matters. I know this is going to upset you. Yeah, this this is more meat and potatoes for Dynasty IDP. If you're not in IDP and you're thinking about getting into IDP, linebackers and safeties. Middle Your linebackers. Meat, middle linebackers, yes. Middle linebackers and safeties, meat and potatoes. Those are the kind of guys you want to acquire. And there's a whole lot of, whole, I feel like Happy Gilmore, a whole lot of guys yeah. on this list. That you would want to acquire. Yes. Landon Collins being one of them. Absolutely. Six years, $84 million to Washington. This changes nothing for me on the fantasy landscape. I still wish that I had Landon Collins in every single league that I was in. He's 25. He's good. I don't know if Landon Collins played with Clinton. Ha ha Dix. Ha ha Clinton Dix, excuse me. But like you got two Alabama guys playing safety in Washington right now. Who? Ha-ha Clinton Dix. Oh, ha Clinton Dix went to Chicago, bro. Oh, dang it. Oh, you're I it, fired. I thought he resigned. <laughs> you're, you're fired. But where, where I was going with this is whenever Landon Collins came out of college, he uh, had an interview, and I don't know who it was with, and he said the reason he wanted to play for Washington because of Sean Taylor. Right. Right. Like, dude, that touches my heart because – a, Taylor was an, uh, one of the greatest safeties ever played the he game. He was a manimal. Career the greatest cut. hit ever is the Pro Bowl when he smashed that punter. Was it a punter? That, that was so long ago. Oh, God, that was the greatest football hit ever. Just it, Manimal. It, it, it warms my heart. And I, I mean, if there was ever – if there, it, it, out of all the safeties in the NFL right now, if there's ever a guy who can play the way Sean Taylor plays – it is Landon Collins, and I, I just adore the fact that he's getting to go there and kind of, I, I guess, live out his dream, as he said. I know he wanted the number, but that's been shut down. And it should be. Yeah, it should be. It Agreed. should be, but you know what? Like I, I just love – and he's he's one of the, the, the best to do it. And you're not going to be able to get him on the cheap either. I mean, Never. He, no. It's going to be like a first-rounder. Whoever's got him is holding him. Yeah. Earl Thomas, four-year, $55 million deal with Baltimore – the, I'm glad this is one of the more interesting ones to me to talk to you guys about because I picked up a couple shares of Earl Thomas across my fantasy leagues because one, safeties in Baltimore, definitely intriguing. Two, he's replacing Eric Weddle, so the playing time is going to be there for Earl Thomas. He's actually a playmaker. But what, what do you got? What do you guys think about Earl Thomas on your fantasy teams? Do you want Earl at a discount right now? I mean, I got I got, him, I got him for pennies on yeah. the dollar. Yep, absolutely. I mean, Earl Thomas is one of the best playmaking safeties in the NFL, and heck, Weddle was you know serviceable mm. many times throughout the past couple of years. Yeah. There's no comp no comparison between these two as for athletes. I mean, Earl Thomas is a top flight, top ten at least safety. I mean, he he's been the previous I believe NFL or defensive MVP. Like I I love. Love Earl Thomas. I know he's battled some injuries. I think two of the last three years he's been on IR, but put it, put him there. The defensive scheme they have very conducive to safety success in uh, Baltimore. 
absolutely love, love, love the Earl Thomas signing. Great, not, great yeah. landing spot. You're not getting him on the cheap, though, like people are thinking. I think you I am. Oh, I think, think about I've, it. I mean, he didn't play last year. Well, I understand that. He, but he's more he's more of a name now than he is a dynasty asset. That right. doesn't mean he can't be a dynasty asset again. But I think people are selling on the name. See, my and thing, I'm buying on I'm buying on his talent. Dude, Earl Thomas like he got a bad rap as he's flipping off the teammates that he hates. As he's, you know, well, it wasn't the teammates; it was the the team. Well, whatever. He flips off the team that he that he hates, but it's th- not the there, people. there was it bad was, blood. He wanted money. I just and they didn't off. want to pay him. Yeah, but there's there, there's bad blood there the entire previous year as well. Yeah, like it's not like Earl Thomas did not want to be in Seattle, yet they kept they retained him. They didn't make him a yeah. viable effort trading. Yeah. Him and Sherman, there's you know, I, I got no hate for him over that. They wanted out. Yep, they wanted out. I mean, a team honestly, that wouldn't let them out. They, they saw a, a sinking ship. That defense kind of deteriorated continuously, went downhill since they won yep. Super Bowl. Yeah, they, they should have took more measures to shore it back up. Adrian Amos, four-year, $36 million deal with Green Bay. Not really a fantasy pickup for me, but I do like what Green Bay is doing. I like that they're trying to shore up their defense with solid players so kudos to him there, but I don't want him on my face. It feels team. like the the NFC South is just, I mean the North is just like just sharing their girlfriends like here take our go- you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're, they're all Eskimo brothers at this point. Tag me in, bro. Yeah, they're, they're just passing players around. But I mean Amos last year was with the Bears, right? Right. right. And, and I mean obviously getting surpassed by what appears to be one of the better safeties in the league, Eddie Jackson. You know, mm, love me some Eddie Jackson. More like Freddie Jackson. I mean Adrian Amos. Green Bay loses HaHa Clinton Dix last year. Like they've got to have something to replace him, and I don't think Amos is that level of a player. But like I'll have him as you know a, a defensive back three. I mean all day every day four. For I, me. Yeah, I'd want him as my four. He's yeah. he's a good bye week bye guy. Week guy. Definitely. Okay. I mean I'm I'm not high on him as my you know if I'm if I'm drafting my third one to be the the third one, but it's at the towards the end of if yep. I'm looking for you know kind of. So to speak, defense back three fourteen to three sixteen. I'm not upset with him. Yeah. Tyran Matthew, Honey Badger, goes from uh, his one year stint in Houston, signs a three year forty two million dollar deal with KC, essentially an Eric Berry replacement. I like it, yeah. I, I, and I want him on my fantasy Absolutely. teams as well because Kansas City needs defense. Kansas City scores quickly, so the defense is going to be on the field quite a bit. And when they don't score quickly, they do kind of go out quickly. So I'm big on the Honey Badger. That's a good signing for Kansas City. And if I can, I'm going to acquire him to be my you know DB two or three. Yeah, easily. I mean, he had 70 tackles last year. Yeah, and, and a year back off of injuries. Yeah, I mean, so. I like him. He plays all over the field. True to his name, fearless. I mean, the guy had three sacks. You know, absolutely try. does everything he can to try to get the ball out or get to the ball. And uh, kind of what you alluded to, we've got the Honey Badger in a more prolific offense than what they had down in Houston. That usually spells more opportunity for him because you've got teams trying to pass. I mean, there's no reason that he shouldn't elevate himself into that top 10 uh, category for uh, safety. Yeah, he has a golden opportunity to do so. Any other thoughts on the Badger of Honey? None. Also the best nickname for all uh, safeties. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. LaMarcus Joyner, let's talk about some more Raiders. 
four-year, $42 million deal with Oakland. Arms is the Raiders correspondent. What do you think of this deal? What do you think of LaMarcus Joyner? I think Joyner's okay. Not great. Um, and that's about the extent of it. I mean, the Raiders added kind of a, another captain in the locker room, someone who's won. Uh, that's what they did. And they're, you know, they got some young defensive backs around him. If he kind of controls that, uh, the defensive back meeting room, that's going to be good for the Raiders. For a team that won't spend any money on Cooper, there's th- or well, Cooper or Mac, they're throwing around money on these guys. Yeah, but Mac, but Mac yeah. and Cooper wanted a lot of money. Well, yeah. yeah, Mac yeah. wanted like 18 Not that they didn't like deserve that. it. Not right. that they didn't deserve it, but. But they didn't want to pay anybody. Now they're all of a sudden paying everybody. I like what the Raiders they're are doing. They're not paying everybody. Not, not, not crazy amounts of money. Antonio Brown's worth it. They paid more Cara worth it. Trent Brown, how much of no. Antonio Brown's more worth it than Cooper. And Tyrell Williams was a really savvy signing. In that's my the opinion. best. That's the best signing I think they did. Nah, I like. I like. I, mean, I, I honestly do like the Antonio Brown signing. Yeah, but he's saying for I, the value. You yeah, know, the, the Browns actually. Like a, the Browns okay. give. Okay. Yeah, you you get a, a very solid wide receiver too. Don't forget about Mike Glennon. <laughs> you you can right. Anyhow, That's probably you, the best free agent signing they've had. You probably get a, out of the league. Probably the in best the last signing few in the league. Years. Yeah. He should be out of the league. Is what he yeah, should be. Yeah, this is that was pure solid gold. Anyhow, Glennon to the Gazelle all I, year. I long. like Joiner right. as a, as a team guy more than a fantasy guy. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's fantasy. Well, I wouldn't say he's irrelevant, but here's what blows my mind. Joiner leaves. I mean, to me, this was a smart move. The Rams are going total veteran this year. Lamarcus Joiner leaves and gets paid over ten million a year. They bring in Eric Weddle for half that cost on a two-year deal to L.A. He can still play. And he's going to be motivated to possibly win a Super Bowl. He'll be motivated. He's a good signing. He'll, Don't want him on my fantasy team. He'll, he'll still look like he's running in sand. Um, the rest of the defense around him is pretty good. So that I mean that it, I I I don't want Eric Weddle on my team. Not not as a fantasy player. No, a minimum a minimum like a f- number five or something, but nothing higher than that. Yeah, like if I had an injury and a bye week, okay. We could find somebody better for a dollar, I, right? <laughs> probably. I'll tell you who I do want on my team: Ha Ha Clinton Dix. And I'm not super pumped about it. But he signed a one-year deal with Chicago for a freaking bargain basement price of $3 million. And he's going to be playing opposite Eddie Jackson. And those two seem like they're ready to have a lot of fun on the football field, which I think is going to translate to a lot of big plays. He was criminally under underpaid, I believe. Oh, yeah. He's been he criminally is undervalued for like three years. I, yeah, I'm a big fan of him. And the fact that he got that, that, that cheap a deal is crazy to me. I, I don't understand. At, at no point in time, whenever he was with Green Bay, he re, took did you, he took less money to play with to play in the Bears. He truly feels that they've got something special going on. He was offered more money, and, and who, what as I thought he did with Washington plays with another Alabama safety, dude. Alabama yeah. safeties rule the world. I mean, honestly, I, just any safety out of Alabama, hell, just just pick him up with your fantasy team. They're gonna be solid. Minka, Ronnie Harrison, it doesn't yep. matter. They're had, all going to be solid. He had 93 combined tackles. That That's solid yeah. for your, yeah. for your say, DB two or three. And I think he's going to, I think he's going to eclipse that with Chicago. I do. I do want to point this out just off the top of my head. We got Landon Collins, ha ha Clinton Dix, Eddie Jackson, Ronnie Harrison, Minka Fitzpatrick. Like what other Love sa- Minka this like, year. There's more safeties than that. I know that are starting in the NFL at a high level. From Alabama, Alabama is just 
I mean, well, they pump out, they pump running backs out of that system too. I mean, not, not, not saying with their success level. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they they pump out NFL draft picks like crazy. Just it's just mind blowing what Alabama does in the middle of that defensive backfield. It's it's just so. I mean, their number two guys usually really solid in the NFL. And I'm telling you right now, go grab your Minka shares as quick as you can because Rashad Jones is going to be traded on draft day. He'll be traded on draft day. Minka's going to enter the starting lineup with TJ McDonald. Minka's going to put up a top 10 season, and Rashad Jones is Minka going to be playing elsewhere. could very well be this year's Buda Baker. Easily. And honestly? He's more of a playmaker like Thomas, but he could still use that playmaking ability to creep into the top well, five. That's what I was getting at. Honestly, like he's probably a better safety than Buda Baker. Who's got Minka treatment. in our league? I'm not really sure. I'm not either. I think it's uh, Sherwood. Don't listen, Sherwood. We were just joking. Nah, he's, so, he's, he's terrible. He, anyway. he wanted three first for him before the show. All the show's going to do is add one more first to it. No big deal. <laughs> Anyone else? Uh, you got Sean Gibson, who's a solid player that signed a three-year, $22.5 million deal with Houston. That's all I got to say about that. Solid for Houston from a fantasy team. I'll, I'll pass. I, I I don't know why this guy's never been good. Like I just I've never understood why he's never been good, but he's not. This this has a bigger impact on Ronnie Harrison than it does on Deshaun Gibson. You want to talk about kickers? Not really. Yeah. What Lambert does, Neil? I'm for it. That's the backbone we, of we, fantasy. We've got about eight minutes left. <laughs> We average okay. an hour and forty minute episode. We d- hold on before we do that. There is, was another couple of safeties that made some moves. Antoine Bethea, top five safety last year, goes, True. goes to the Giants, and then of course there was a trade that had Jabril Peppers going to the Giants. Oh, I forgot about old Jabril. Yeah, I know it wasn't a free agency move with Jabril, but what do you think? Where do either of you, any of you guys think that the fantasy impact for both of those guys are? I think Jabril improves. I, th- I think I think Jabril has improved. Not greatly, but incrementally, his first few years in the league, I think he takes a leap. I think Jabril Peppers is a lock for a top twenty. Well, I was wondering, finish. do you actually think he's like a top? I don't top twenty. Okay, not he, top ten, top he, twenty. Yeah, but that's pure, a leap for him. Pure football, um, pure football. Yes, he took a big leap. But let, let I don't ask, know if he. I'll see him in the, a top ten though. Is this a net win though for the Giants? No. Hell no. I'm, I'm saying you bring in two solid safeties at the cost of one. Oh, one you're, oh okay. You know what I'm saying? Thought, like, is, this a, is this a net win? Sorry. Two solid safeties for the cost of I one I thought you were talking safety. about the OBJ trade. No, 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 no. Okay. Like, uh, defensively, what do you guys think? Because, I mean, to me, no. uh, as much as I, – I mean, I love Landon Collins. I think that he's perennially the best safety in the league right now. But I think it. I think it's a net win because you end up with two. I don't think it's a net win. I think it's almost it's it's more of a wash to me. But they is thirty four. He could fall I, off a cliff, and then you got you I got just Jabril. I agree. I and I like I Jabril. Part, He's an okay player, but no, it's not a net win. But I, th- I, but I mean, if Bethea can play well this year, it's a net win for this year. But are they going to make noise this year? Probably not. It kind of goes back to how you play fantasy. Don't give up your studs. Yeah, it's a two for one deal. You're giving up a stud You're right. safety for an old guy and a guy who's eh, he's shown some two, flashes. Two number three DBs for one, right. but they are in a rebuild, and you don't pay people in a rebuild. I mean, Miami's talking about trading Xavier Howard, one of the best young corners yeah, in the league, already. because he wants paid, which is stupid. 
pay him. You got to pay somebody, even yeah, they, at a rebuild. Yeah, who are they paying? Right. So I kind of think the same on New York. Like Collins is nowhere near retirement. Like, but safety's a little different than cornerback. Safeties can be a huge part of your game plan week in, week out, like Ed Reed. And they can also play till they're 38, 39 years old. But they can also just be tackle machines like Landon Collins, which and, is yeah. valuable, but is, is it as valuable as a playmaker? And the safety I, class is pretty good this year. I, I think yeah. what I see more than anything out of this is you get a very hot prospect in Jabril Peppers, like, as you said, steadily improving. He, I know Demarius Randall was is a good safety, but does he have like the game time that Antoine Bethea does to teach Jabril Peppers how to be an elite safety in the league? Like I love it for Jabril Peppers' development more than anything. I do like Jabril. I, I if they use him correctly, if they put him on maybe kick and punt returns, they they could actually end up a slightly better team because of it if Bethea is still good. But Landon Collins is Landon Collins. You're kickers. Right. I mean, kickers. Okay. Who we got? Whatever we're talking about. Them. Jason Myers. Seattle got them a new kicker. Hauschka is out. Jason Myers is one of the best kickers in the league to Seattle. Woo! <laughs> Fantasy implications all Nothing over. Pat Mahomes. I'd give Pat Mahomes for Jason Myers right now. <laughs> it's definitely worth like an early, you know, first projected 2021st. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Go get Jason Myers if you're in my league. Hey, <laughs> pay out the yin yang for Good him. Snagging, right? Can we talk about the th- the one that actually matters? How the heck is Steven Goskowski not signed? They're working on it. They'll <laughs> get it done. It frustrates me. Yeah. They'll like, get it done. You're sitting there, you know, they, which always had a great kicker in New England. Yeah. And you, you've got a great kicker in New England, they have, and they haven't, paid, they haven't paid anybody else yet this year. So like, why are you not? Why are you just letting him sit out there? He's like, all right, well, I'm going to go test free agency. Uh, They're gonna say, you, dude, you, you're a kicker. You got a phone call from uh, Mr. Kraft. Um, good luck. I'm in the middle of my rub and tug. Quit, <laughs> quit bothering me. Like you know, that just that that burns me up. And of course, kickers last a hundred years in the league. I mean, Matt freaking Phil Dawson's 44, Matt Bryan's 43, and Sebastian Janikowski's 41. They're all still playing in the NFL. How is, how is Janikowski <laughs> only 41? I love wondering. I think they missed. Not for sure, I, he was 87. I think they missed the one in front of the 41. <laughs> yeah, he is so old. Can I tell you who the next great kicker in the NFL is? Young Hoku. Young Hoku can't turn Young Hoku into a house house kicker. Young Hoku, uh, I believe, a second round draft pick from San Diego. Perfect. Has not missed a field goal in the AAF for the Atlanta Legends. I, that it, he should have been that good in the NFL. Though. He should honestly, been. the guy really is was a solid kicker. So should Mike Nugent, but Mike Nugent found a way to make it work later in his career. Young Hoku trade Patrick Mahomes for Young Hoku right now. Okay, can we stop kickers? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. Uh, just for the just Young Hoku, right? Too long. Ah, young Hoku. It's like an arms story. That is not. Listen, that's not the player you want to put around Cam Newton in his bout of celibacy. You can't put young Hoku around him. Just, just saying just the don't name. Just bring young Hoku around. Don't, that's all just, I'm saying. Just don't, saying the name is going to make him go. Don't send him to New England either. Exactly. He's going to make him go all Robert Kraft. Uh, Robert Kraft's like, wait, we're signing young Ho? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. It's, it's, it's Mr. Kraft's Young Hoku. No, I've already two two million dollars. Mm, Kraft macaroni and squeeze. <laughs> uh, he got off scot free, by the way. Like yeah. most of us predicted. Yeah, it's basically 
we're gonna, free. We're going to let you go. Just yeah. admit that you would be found guilty. Right. We'll let you go if you can convince Gronk to come back for this year. Like if you're Done. It, it, old white guys, old rich white guys. You know what I mean? Like at this point, he's like, all right, so okay, so I'm a felon. That's cool. I'm still a billionaire. It's cool. I just go ahead and put that on my record yeah. as though it's going to make a difference. Put it on my tab. Yeah. Put, <laughs> put on my tab. Fifty fifty thousand dollars worth of fines. Mm, let's round it up to a hundred. Here you go. Is it done? It's time. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review.